Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Debbie Delight, brought to you by ExpandTheBoxCore.com, with your hosts Ricky Valero and Chris Stoops, bringing you all the guys who should be on your fantasy radar this season and leading into your upcoming rookie draft. of the Debbie Delight brought to you by expandtheboxscore.com. Today we're going to continue on with our player profiles. We are going to tackle a very highly controversial person on this show. A lot of people like this guy a lot more than we do, but that's Utah State's quarterback Jordan Love. He's declared ready for the draft. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime and co-host Stoops. How are you today, buddy? I'm doing great. Yeah, I'm pretty excited to get into this one because like you said, it's a lot of people around the the Twitter Twitter verse um, love Jordan Love. Um, others don't. We definitely are. I don't even want to say on the fence. I think we kind of lean one more direction than the other. But yeah. you know, digging in a little bit deeper, I was hoping to find something different. But um, we'll we'll get into that once we start doing pros and cons. So. For sure. And we've already done, guys, we've already done, I think, like six other pro, pro, player profiles are up right now. My two favorites that I think that we've done so far is obviously Antonio Gandy Goldens and Omar Bayless's. Um, those two were smashes. I love those guys so much and I love talking about them. And I think uh, watching these guys on tape has really um, inherited a new love for each and every one of these guys. Or, you know, we find things that we don't necessarily see when you're watching a football game. Because you don't, you can't just stare at one guy the entire time as the camera's not always particularly on that individual. But this one is going to be very interesting to break down because there's some, there's some pros, but there's a lot more cons for Jordan Love. All right, Stoops, kick us off for what the pros were that you saw dissecting Jordan Love. Yeah, so whenever I started to dig in a little bit deeper, um, watch a little bit more film, we, we've, you know, again, we've touched base on them in previously throughout some other episodes, but dove in a little bit deeper. So one thing I did actually like from him is his ability to throw on the run. Um, we've talked about that with other quarterbacks, and that just kind of seems to be the way the NFL's going as well. They roll their quarterbacks out a little bit more on, on design plays. So his ability to throw on the run, I actually did like that a lot. Um, and, and then to, to the next point, his running ability in general. Um, he does have quite a few rushing yards more than what he did last season. He only had 60 last year. He's up to about 159 or so um, this season. So definitely, you know, he has the running ability, but he's not a run first style quarterback. Um, so I like that he has that ability in his back pocket. Um, 
Another thing I really noticed, and it could just be their their offensive scheme, but he throws a pretty decent uh, short to mid-range ball, and he's got good arm strength with it. So definitely liked seeing that out of him. Um, those are the three um, the the pros that I have on him right now. What do you got on him? Yeah. So, <clears throat> all right, there is a there is a little bit to like about Jordan Love, and kind of dissecting what you can see out of Jordan Love. You see flashes. And I mean flashes of what other people will see. You know what I mean? You don't necessarily see it on every play. And that's obviously the part where I'm stuck on this guy. Is you see a lot more negative than you do positive. But we're going to talk about the pros. He has decent ball placement. Like you touched on a little bit on the short and intermediate routes. He does play very well in the red zone. I will say he is very good at protecting the ball in the red zone. This year alone, he I mean, he only had the 52% completion percentage, but in the red zone, I like that because that means he's throwing the ball away more than he is trying to force the ball. He had eight touchdowns and one interception in the red zone this year. He does have a decent quick release. Um, that, to me, I would say is very positive. He doesn't force the ball. I know that his interceptions this year doesn't really resonate that, but... Um, I did say, I will say this on the flip side. I was going to kind of break it down a little bit here and there in the pros and cons, but like watching the LSU game, there was a couple of bad throws. Um, but I would say he's more inclined not to force a ball where the ball doesn't belong. And and I will say that he does like, and like Stoop said, he does make plays on his feet. He's very good with the play action. And mm-hmm. I will say this. And again, we, it's just a comparison, comparison on how he does it. I'm not comparing love to this player. His play action is very reminiscent of Mahomes. The way he leaves the ball there and then pulls it back is very uh, fluent and consistent. And in that style of offense, I think that he would have some decent success. Uh, Again, calm down with the comparisons, all right? But I'm just saying that the way he did it, I don't know if you noticed that as well, Stoops, when you were watching his tape, but the way he was, you know, the play fake, the fake handoff, the option, whatever it may be, he was very good at leaving the ball there long enough to have the defenders believe that it could potentially be a run and then pull back and throw the ball. So I think that he did that very well. Um, That's pretty much what I've got. He's got a nice 50-50 ball in the red zone. I will say that as well. Um, he does throw a nice little touch in the red zone. But that's that's about all I really could see, Stoops, on that pros, really, man. It was just, I don't know, there's a lot more hit and miss, and we'll kind of get into the cons a little bit. But, you know, I see flashes of what people can think, but, man, at the same time, it's hard to really just fall in love and be enamored as everybody else is, you know? Yeah, no, and, and you 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 just said it. So I didn't look as in-depth in the red zone um, numbers. Um, I have them all written down on here. But when you mentioned that, I went back and looked. I even have his 2018 red zone production pulled up here. 13 passing touchdowns, no interceptions, 62.2% completion rate in the red zone. So that is a very, very good thing to see. Um, like you said with this year, 52% completion rate in the red zone. Um Yes, that's a low number. You'd love to see it higher. But at the same time, he only has the one interception. So he's not forcing the ball when it doesn't need to be forced. Um, and, and yes, the way he, he makes that um, – he's able to read the defenders on whether he hands the ball off, whether he keeps the ball. Um, and there was quite a few – 
um, times where he did have some rushing touchdowns, and it was essentially on an option play. And he he made the right decision, and he would run the ball in or he'd pitch it off. But I do agree that that is one of the strong suits to his game. He's able to read those defenders and see what he needs to do, and then just his his protection of the ball inside the red zone. Yeah, completion percentage might be a little bit lower, but I would much rather my quarterback throw it away and have an incompletion and get three points than try and force it and turn the ball over. So I do agree with that aspect. Very, very good in the red zone and takes care of the ball. Um, um, just like you'd love to see from every quarterback. Yeah, just to touch on it, for his whole collegiate career, he's got a 53% completion ratio, 23 passing touchdowns, and only the one interception in the red zone for his career. So that's that's pretty impressive. Um, obviously, when you get in between the 20s is whenever you're really starting to talk, and we'll get into that in just a minute. All right, folks, I'm going to kick us off with the cons on Jordan Love. Uh, the biggest thing that I see that stands out, and Stoops and I have talked about this a thousand times, especially when it comes to the quarterback, is his fumbles. He had seven fumbles this year. Seven. That is a lot of fumbles. Okay, He had seven this year and seven last year as well. So if you fumble the ball, it doesn't matter. So if it's due to a bad snap, understandable. It's not always his fault as well, but you're losing yardage. It doesn't necessarily mean you always lose the ball, but you're using position. You lose a down, et cetera, et cetera. He can make better and quicker decisions when he's throwing the ball, I think. That's a big one that kind of stood out to me. He forces the ball in between the 20s. We talked about how good he was in the red zone. Between the 20s, I mean, he's got like 26 interceptions in between those 20s um, in it throughout his entire collegiate career. Um, he's very antsy with pressure and I understand all quarterbacks are you know you're getting pressured you're getting you know you're getting roughed up I totally understand but you've got to be calm and cool and collect sometimes in the pocket and I never really saw that in all the throws that I saw of his um, not to mention or say but Joe Burrow like when we were talking about him last week when we mentioned him we like how his calm and coolness even whenever he's got arms and bodies being flung at him, he's still able to step up and make a throw. I didn't really see Love make those plays. And sometimes it results into him holding the ball too long, taking a sack, or throwing the ball away as well. Uh, another big problem that I had with him is, look, I watched the LSU game, and we'll just talk about their thing. He had a couple good plays. He had an interception on a 50-50 ball, which I'm not always mad about a 50-50 ball being intercepted. If he's trying to make a play, make a play. Um, And then there was another one where he had a bad read, and this happened several times. And I know Stoops is going to dive in a little bit more, but he just looks at a receiver, he focuses in, and then the defense kind of triggers on top of that. And then his last one, he was trying to make a play towards the end of the game. They were down big time. One big stat that stood out to me the most, okay? So in 2018, he had a game against the Big Ten, 319 yards, zero touchdowns, two interceptions. In 2019, he had games against the SEC and the ACC. 546 yards, three touchdowns, six interceptions. So in in th- I think it's three big games of his career uh, against bigger schools that actually pr- produced some pass rushing and et cetera, and better cornerbacks and stuff like that. You're looking at about 865 yards, three touchdowns, and eight interceptions. So when he played the cream of the crop, he struggled. And what do you think is going to transition from college football cream of the crop to the NFL cream of the crop? You know what I mean? So I understand he's playing at Utah State, but at the same time, like you have got to step up and make the plays in this time frame. And he just, the year-over-year transition has been absolutely absurd it just the way he has transitioned like 2018 versus 2019 stoops what do you got for me man i i just it's kind of frustrating to talk about because i'm like i try to fall in love with this guy i try to like the guy and i just can't see what everybody else does yeah and that's that's one thing i did so of course i watched some some film from the 2019 season and i just didn't see it i, I did not see what everybody else was seeing 
Um, as you said earlier in the episode, he showed glimpses of it. Um, you know what people what people have really liked about him, but I'm not seeing it as a whole. So I said, okay. When I asked this question on Twitter, they said the 2019 season. Yes, he's had a little bit more of an inconsistent play, which is one of my cons about him. Um, he's just very inconsistent with his play. Um, he he will have that amazing throw, just drops it in on a dime right where it needs to be. But then the next couple plays, he's just overthrowing them, throwing it behind the, the the receiver, throwing it to the ground. He's just not consistent with it. So I then said, okay, I'm going to go watch some 2018 film. That's what everyone's telling me. You got to watch that. I just saw the same exact thing. You know, I, I just didn't see what everybody else did. So um, that's that's one of the cons. And then another one that, as you kind of touch base on, he just stares his receivers down. Um, he really just watches them, looks at them, and you essentially key on him where he's going to throw the ball. Um, and that's definitely something that an NFL corner, safety especially, even a linebacker who's real good in coverage, they're going to catch that, and they're going to at least bat the ball down possibly even intercept it so definitely something he's gotta gotta work on and you can stare receiver down if you're trying to move a safety that's different but he's essentially just staring him down waiting waiting and then he throws it to him and that's kind of where that completion percentage drops and you know it's just something he's got to really work on and then the other piece um comparing again the 2019 2018 season he's got more pass attempts and more completions this season than what he did last year but he has less yards, less touchdowns, lower completion percentage, and more interceptions. So it's just one of those things where he's had more opportunities, obviously, to improve upon his numbers, and he's essentially done worse with it. People always say, well, you know, it's Utah State, so the talent just kind of comes and goes, you know, year after year. Well, but if you're an elite first-round level quarterback like all these people have been, you know, hyping him up to be, he should be able to make make do with what he has. Um, and that is no disrespect to the other players at Utah State. It's still Division One. They are still talented players. But it, it's just I'm not seeing it on the field. It's not translating from what people are telling me. Um, like you said, I tried. You know, I'm, I'm trying to, to fall in love with him. Um, I never enjoy talking down about a player because, again, I can't go out there and do what he's doing. You know what I mean? He still is obviously way better than what I am. But – it's just I, there's just something that I'm not catching, I guess, or I'm just not seeing what everybody else is. But, you know, those are just some of the cons that I've got on him um, after watching this year's film and then even going back and watching 2018 film. Yeah, I agree with you 100 percent. And I think that you hit a nail on the head is watching some of his tape in 2018 when he was kind of staring down those receivers. I think he got a lot luckier that he didn't have more interceptions than he did, you know, the year before. Mm -hmm. Because as you see, you watch his tape back in sophomore years when he's he just has this massive problem with staring down that receiver and you're right if he's making the move to in order to make him you know think that he's going somewhere else that's perfect kind of doing a not to bring him up again but like a mahomes like thing mahomes is very good at staring down a receiver but then throwing it the complete opposite way i've never seen you know rogers is pretty good at that Favre was semi good at that but you know mahomes has kind of mastered that but he's not doing that. I think the low interception total from last year stands from just that, from him not having the uh, not having the guys intercept the balls. They might have been batted down a little bit more. But I would love to. Obviously, I don't have that stat right here in front of me. But his interception to touchdown ratio year over year is down four points. But um, I, I just I just don't see it, Stoops. And I, I I just tried my best. And I mean, to me, honestly. 
I'm gonna just gonna give a little thoughts here real quick. He's he's a potential project, okay? So he's not a day one starter. He's he's just not. He will need to be the perfect fit. I think when it comes to mind, like the perfect fit that comes to mind for him is like Chicago. You know what I mean? I think that that could be a good fit for him, or maybe even Indianapolis. But this guy's not a first round talent. Like I have heard time and time again. I saw another mock draft today, and he is in the first round of those uh, those as well. There is. Eight to ten quarterbacks, in my opinion, better in this draft. And like I said, I don't want to knock a guy at all. I don't want to, you know, I'm not trying to be negative, but we're, you know, we're looking at these guys. We're doing a player profile on them. And Jordan Love just does not just jump off the screen. You know what I mean? When you're putting together a highlight reel and I'm kind of not impressed with your highlight reel, that's a problem, Steves. No, exactly. And to speak to that, like from a fantasy side of it, I think given the right scheme, I think he can have a successful career, but he's got to have that right fit. I almost think he could have a career like what Ryan Fitzpatrick has been doing. He's kind of been a journeyman. He's gone to different teams. He's done enough to stay in the league, get the starting job, get you some blow up weeks. You know, he'll get you 25, 35, 40 points sometimes. I think he's capable of doing that, but I don't think he will be a consistent long term play. Um, he's kind of one of those, Hey, my quarterback's on a bye. I might feel comfortable enough starting you, but he, he's not necessarily someone that I would want to invest a whole lot of capital in for a long-term investment. Um, obviously in a super flex format, yes, he is going to get drafted much higher than what he potentially would. Um, in obviously a one quarterback league, but myself personally in a super flex league, I wouldn't even touch him in the first round. I probably wouldn't even consider touching him in the second round of a super flex. And that's saying a lot because obviously quarterbacks will generally get a one to two round bump for the simple fact that you're starting essentially two quarterbacks week after week. Um, But personally, I just don't see it in him. I don't see him being a viable long-term asset um, starting quarterback in a fantasy league. Again, he could have those weeks where he's, you know, like a Fitzpatrick, where he'll have a three, four week, you know, span where he gets you 20 to 25 points consistently, but then it's going to go down to two points, one point, six points. Like, I, I, I don't know. Maybe I'll be wrong. Um, and again, we've said it multiple times. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. And y'all can let me know about it. And that's fine. <laughs> but I just don't see it. I just, from his fantasy side of it, I just don't see it long term. I agree 100%. Folks, go ahead and hop over to Twitter. Give Stoops a follow, at Stoops1990. Go ahead and yell at him in five years when Jordan Love, (laughs) you know, is the best quarterback in football for all we know. Follow me, at Ricky Valera underscore. Follow the the show, at the Debbie Delight, and go head over to the expandtheboxscore.com and check out all the tools that the website has. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys soon. See y'all later. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? I'm Kat, founder of Ritual. We're making traceability the new standard for the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I couldn't find a multivitamin I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested, and clean label project certified. Oh, and our vitamin D3? It comes from sustainably harvested lichen from England, not sheep. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.